Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. Hey, what's up, everybody? Doran Aldana here coming at you from MortgageMarketingCoach.com for the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, live on Facebook as I speak. And today we're going to talk about seven myths that kill your business success. Seven myths that if you allow to fester in the factory of your mind, they will kill your power, they will kill your peace, they will kill your productivity, and they will kill your profits. So let's shatter and obliterate each and every one of these myths because they have no place in your space. As far as I'm concerned, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Now, a disclaimer, some of these might piss you off first before they set you free. Some of these might rattle your chain, they might ruffle your feathers because there's a lot of misconceived notions out there as to how things operate. And as long as you allow these presuppositions to run how you think, how you feel, how you operate, and how you prioritize your life, it will absolutely kill. It will be like a vampire sticking its fangs into your neck, sucking you dry of everything fruitful and good that is in your potential. And so my job is to shine the light on those things, on those myths that frankly are just pure, unadulterated BS. So you can get to what really works. So you can find out what it it really takes to create breakthrough results. You guys ready for this? All right, let's do this. So the first myth that I'm going to uncover and shatter today is more income equals more work. That is complete bullshit. More income does not require more work. If you want more income, that requires you to work smarter, not harder. You guys with me on this? In other words, you doubling, tripling, quadrupling, 10xing your business, 10xing your income, 10xing your profit has very little to do with you working harder. It has everything to do with you working smarter. It's not about putting in more hours. It's it's about getting more from the hours you're putting in. Does that make sense, guys? So it's about leverage. It's about focusing on what works and getting more results with less effort. That's really the game you're in. So that's the first myth that you want to remove from your mindset is this whole notion that if I wanna double or if I wanna triple, if I wanna quadruple my business, I've gotta double, triple, quadruple my workload. That is complete nonsense. Did you know that the people who make the most money in this business, in any business, don't work any harder than you in many cases. They may have to get to that level, but to sustain that level, they don't have to work any harder than you. What they need to do is have better systems, better team, better policy, better procedure, better protocol, and most importantly, a better mindset. They're no smarter than you. They're no better than you. The only difference is they have a better mindset and a better approach to how they do business, period. And you'll be glad to know it's a learnable skill. So myth number one that you wanna remove from your mindset 
is more income is about working smarter. Pardon me, more income is about working harder. Remove that, replace it with more income is about working smarter. Working smarter, friends. That's the name of the game, okay? Myth number two is this. Being the best at doing mortgages equals success. That's complete bullshit. Being the best at doing mortgages just gets you a glorified job trading time for money where people say, hey, you do great work. You close on time. You provide great customer service. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be making the kind of money you want to make and you're going to be enjoying the freedom that you want to enjoy and then you're going to provide the lifestyle that you want to provide for yourself and your family. All it means is you're good at doing the technical stuff. All it means is that you're good at managing the minutia. That means nothing when it comes to probably why you got into the business to begin with. You want more income, you want more freedom, you want a better lifestyle, you want want more flexibility, you want more options, you want more choices, you want more fun, you want more fulfillment. Well, just being good, you probably noticed this by now, just being good at doing mortgages doesn't necessarily give you all that good stuff. So here's my suggestion, if I can call it softly. It's probably more like a recommendation than a suggestion. My recommendation is to replace that lie that being great at doing mortgages is going to give you success. Sure, that's important to have great customer service and to fulfill your client's expectations wildly and even exceed them. But that does not necessarily mean you have to be exceptional at doing mortgages. Here's the truth. Being the best at marketing mortgages and providing exceptional customer service equals success. Notice the difference. Being the best at marketing mortgages versus doing mortgages, right? Notice that the owner of Apple, the owner of Dell, the owner of Amazon, all those people that make billions of dollars, they do not work in the business, they work on the business. They're not masters of doing the business. They're masters of ideation and creating structures and systems to deliver value to the marketplace. In their absence, while they sleep, that's how they make billions. Not by doing all the minutia themselves. You guys with me on that? So let that one sink sink into your mind for a moment. Marinate your mind on that. Being the best at marketing mortgages and providing exceptional service that you may or may not be delivering yourself is the key to success. That's the real deal truth of the matter. Not being the best at doing the mortgages yourself. Can you see how that mental shift would make a difference? This is how people go from zero to 100 million plus, folks. They embrace a bigger mindset. They understand the real truth of what it takes to build real money, real freedom, real lifestyle in this business. It's not doing all the minutiae yourself, being the chief cook and bottle washer. That ain't it. That's a glorified job trading time for money, enslaving yourself to the office ball and chain, right? Some of you can relate to this intimately because you're living that ball and chain every day. 
and you're realizing, hmm, this is not exactly what I signed up for. Agreed? There is a better way, but you got to embrace the better mindset first. May the truth set you free. Uh, but again, it may piss you off first before you fully embrace it. That's okay. It's worth it. The third myth is I'm the mortgage business. I'm in the mortgage business. You know, most people, they would say that about themselves. They would certainly uh, say that when people say, what do you do? Well, I'm in the mortgage business. What do you do? Well, I'm, you know, a mortgage broker or I'm a loan officer or I'm, or I'm a mortgage agent, whatever it is. So most people in this business, they have this paradigm that they're in the mortgage business first and foremost. That's the business they're in. I, I saw a post on our Facebook group today and the lady was talking about how he, she hates all the marketing stuff. She wished she could just delegate all that crap. She's tired of learning about all this marketing stuff that's over her head, that overwhelms her, that has her feel incompetent. She wished it would just all go away. And I guarantee you, this lady and anyone else who would concur with her is way, making way less money than she could or should because she sees herself as being in the mortgage business. That'll keep you broke or it'll make you broke if you have that paradigm. Because the truth is you are not in the mortgage business. You are in the marketing business, period. And until and unless you fully embrace that, you're gonna be broke or close to broke. You're gonna be stifled. You're gonna be hindered. You're gonna have a glass ceiling over your head because you will have a paradigm that you are the doer of doing the mortgages because you're in the mortgage business. No, 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 no. Let's not get things twisted here, friends. You're in the marketing business because you can be the best mortgage loan officer, the best mortgage broker, the best mortgage agent out there. But if you don't have effective marketing, you're going to have skinny kids. You're going to be the best kept secret around. It ain't going to go so well for you. Who gives a rat's ass how good you are at doing mortgages if you have no clients, no customers to service, right? So you are in the marketing business first. And the sooner you embrace that and live your life and, and operate your business in light of that, the sooner you're going to absolutely catapult your business to a whole new level. Stratospheric breakthroughs in your income almost overnight because now you're going to be focusing on marketing every day. As opposed to the last thing you do, it'll be the first thing you do. As opposed to it being a luxury, it's a mission critical must every freaking day. Do you guys see the difference this would make? Again, these little shifts in perspective, these little shifts in how you see yourself and your business make all the world of difference in how you operate your business and the results you get from your business. Can you guys see that? I trust you guys are getting this. I trust that you're getting to start to see that little things make a big difference, especially when it comes to mindset. Myth number four now is if I want it done right, I've got to do it myself. Sound familiar? If I want it done right, I've got to do it myself. Perhaps you've taken a kick at the can at trying to get a loan officer assistant or an underwriter or processor or some kind of help around the office to deal with paperwork and chasing docs and all the minutia tied to fulfillment and perhaps it didn't go as well as you thought or you hoped or you expected. And 
perhaps you gave it a few kicks of the can and you've gone through the cul-de-sac of frustration of trying to attract the right person to do this stuff. And you find that it's just more work, more hassle, more complaints for customers, more complaints from realtors. And you just decided you throw your hands up in the air and say, I give up. If I want it done right, I got to what? Do it myself. Does this sound familiar? Can any of you guys relate to this? I imagine a few can. Hit me up, by the way, on the comments if any of this is resonating with you, if any of this is ringing your bell. I want to hear from you. Don't let this be a monologue. Let's keep this a dialogue, shall we? Or make this a dialogue. A lot more fun to have it be a dialogue as opposed to a monologue. So I'd love to hear from you guys. Hit me up with comments, questions, observations. I want to hear all of it. So what is the truth then, Doran? If... That's not the truth. What is the truth? Here's the truth, my friends. The truth is, if I want it done right, I need the right systems and the right team. That's it. If I want it done right, I need the right systems and the right team. That means I'm putting policy, procedure, protocol, and systems in place that undergird everything I'm wanting to get done. And then I have delegation and empowerment to the right people to have it be done in my absence. Now I have a real business that sets me free as opposed to what we've been talking about, right? The glorified job trading time for money, which is not very fun or fulfilling or fruitful, right? So if I want it done right, I need the right systems and the right team. That's worth writing down, friends. That's worth writing down. We got a great comment from Alex J. Thank you, Alex. He said, I love marketing. <laughs> That's a great affirmation, by the way. A great affirmation. I love marketing and marketing loves me. That's an affirmation worth posting on your wall, tattoo, tattooing on your forehead. I love marketing and marketing loves me. That is an affirmation that will make you rich. As opposed to, I hate marketing. That's an affirmation that will make you broke. So I suggest you affirm what makes you rich as opposed to what keeps you broke. So awesome share, Alex. I love that. I wholeheartedly concur. I love marketing too. Marketing allows you to reach more people, serve more people, assist more people, and be a bigger contribution in the world. Why would you hate the very thing that allows you to serve more people, help more people, and make more money? That makes no sense, does it? But so many of us feel that sentiment because we get confronted with the constraint of our own ineptitude in the moment, the constraint of the conscious incompetence, the awareness that, dang, I have no freaking clue how to do this. And then we let that stop us from embracing it as a game as a learned behavior, as a learned skill, as a challenge that as we grow, our income grows. It's a personal growth course with a compensation plan attached. Why not embrace it? Why not have fun with it? Why not have fun in the journey, in the process of it, as opposed to resisting it, pushing it away, and declaring, I hate this. Well, you won't hate it when it's making you millions, sweetheart. You won't hate it when it's making you bank, my brother, right? You hate it because you don't have competency yet. Once you get more proficiency, 
you'll have more profitability. It's as simple as that. So that's myth four. Myth five is multitasking is smart. Now we may not say that to ourselves, but how we operate life day to day, moment to moment, would insinuate that's what we believe because most of us, that's what we do. We bounce from one thing to the next. We try and work on the business, but while we're trying to work on the business, we're getting incessantly and inevitably distracted and derailed and interrupted by the barrage of interruptions via text, email, voicemail, instant messenger, Facebook messenger, Facebook notifications, and the list goes on and on and on. But we seem like we're ready recipients of this barrage of interruptions because we don't put any walls up, do we? We keep ourselves ready and open for any distraction. It's almost like we're inviting it. It's almost as if we're saying, yes, distract me. Oh, yeah, I had plans to work on my business. Oh, I had plans to do proactive prospecting. Oh, I had plans to set up my CRM and build my drip campaign and set up systems that work while I'm not working. But screw that. That's not fun. Let me be distracted, please. Someone, please call me. Someone, please email. Someone, please text me. Someone, please hit me up on Facebook because I don't want to do this stuff. I don't want to do the important and the not urgent. I'd rather be like a chicken with my head cut off, running all over the place, being distracted, beginning a lot of things, but not finishing anything and run around like I'm being productive when really I'm not being productive at all. I'm being busy. There's a big difference. Let us not confuse activity with productivity. There's a big difference, right? We get paid for done, not begun. Just because you began a bunch of things, it doesn't mean you're going to get paid. You get paid when you complete those things. Just running around and allowing yourself to be distracted incessantly and, do, and disrupted and derailed incessantly creates a habit of being a beginner but not a finisher. And you wonder why you're not moving ahead in your business. You're wondering why you're not making the kind of money you want to make. You're wondering why you're in a pattern of stagnation. Wonder no longer. These old habits, they die hard. I get it. But you can't delude yourselves. We can't delude ourselves thinking we're going to move forward when we're allowing ourselves consciously or unconsciously to be wide open targets for distraction, interruption, and derailment. You might as well go to war with no gun, with no strategy, with no protection, and just run right out in the front lines and get yourself sprayed at by machine guns. I mean, it's the same thing. You're, you're going into war. Business is a war. There's resistance. There's all kinds of competition. There is, most importantly, the war on your own doubt, your own feeling of inadequacy, your own feeling of insufficiency, your own fears, your own bad habits. And now, on top of that, on top of all that resistance, you're saying yes to distractions. You're saying yes to interruptions. And that will keep you stuck, period. And you know that to be true. Studies show that multitasking kills a full 40% of, of one's productivity. 40%. This is not smart. So the truth is multitasking is stupid. Let's be real. Write that down. Multitasking is stupid. 
And that's what we do every day, thinking that it's smart. That's bullshit. What's smart is plan your work and work your plan. What's smart is set systems up in place so that when people email, people text you, people call you, they have proper expectations as to when they're going to get a response. And ideally, you're going to give them the ability to get served during office hours immediately through a receptionist, through some form or fashion where they can get on the phone with the human being, a member of your team. That's the ultimate goal. So people can reach you live and or you set proper expectations. So they're not expecting microwave service. The highest income earners in this business, in any business, aren't necessarily readily available anytime you want to reach them. You look at the top income earners, whether they be specialized surgeons, whether they be the top earners in insurance, top earners in financial planning, top earners in mortgage, top earners in real estate, they're not necessarily available anytime you want to reach them. Why would you be any different? You're not. So I invite you to throw out the bullshit lie that multitasking is smart. That's just pure, unadulterated, not true. And embrace the truth that multitasking is stupid and focus, undivided, undistracted focus is power. Focus is power. It lets you to get things done. We get paid for what's done, not, not what's begun. And now instead of having this endless stream of open loops where you start something, you leave it undone. You start another thing, you leave it undone. You start something else, you leave it undone. You're completing all those open loops. You start it, you finish it. Check. You start it, you finish it. Check. You start it, you finish it. Check. Now you're moving forward. Now you're taking ground. Now you're conquering. Now you are slaying the giants in your business and you'll see breakthrough results. It's just a habit, friends. We've got a cult to cultivate a habit of finishing. Affirm to yourself, I'm a finisher. I have an affirmation I tell myself every day. I'm a warrior, I'm a champion, I'm a winner, I'm a dream achiever, I'm a goal crusher, okay? You gotta affirm it and see it in your mind. You gotta start to affirm that you're a finisher. Don't affirm that you're an idea person. Don't affirm, hey, I'm a great multitasker. That's gonna keep you stuck in the same rut. That's got you spinning your wheels frustrated. Start to affirm more and more, I'm finishing what I start. More and more, I'm following through. More and more, I'm conquering my goals. More and more, I'm taking positive, proactive, urgent, powerful action. All of a sudden, you start showing up like that because you've got to say it, you've got to see it before you achieve it. You guys with me on this? I'm getting fired up about this. <laughs> this is the stuff that matters. This is the stuff that really is the makings of breakthroughs, what we're just talking about right here, right now. The uh, fifth, or the, the sixth myth, rather, uh, the, the sixth myth rather that you want to steer clear of is the market dictates my income. The market dictates my income. That is such bullshit. The market may have an influence on your income. Let's be real. It may. There may be less inventory. There may be higher rates. There may be shifts in rules or regulations that impact your business to some degree. But regardless of the winds and the stormy gales of the market, 
I promise you this, there's always someone in your market, regardless of the storms of resistance that you call the market, that you call, you know, bad market conditions, and they're finding a way to win in the face of it. They're finding a way to make millions in the face of it. They're finding a way to reach more clients in the face of it. They're finding a way to close more deals in the face of it while you whine, snivel, and complain saying, oh, the market is in the toilet. Oh, rates are up. Oh, inventory's down. And now you are the victim of circumstance as opposed to the victor over circumstance. And notice it's all a matter of perspective while you're whining, sniveling, complaining, putting your tail between your legs and saying, woe is me, someone else is saying, hell yeah, all the other chumps are dropping like flies. This is my opportunity to rise. This is my opportunity to shine. This is my opportunity to turn adversity into opportunity, challenge into opportunity. And so they rise against the gales of resistance while everyone else, that's their demise. Hey, that's a tweetable right there. They rise, everyone else, that's their demise. And it's all a matter of perspective. So I suggest you take on the truth of the matter and you embrace the truth of the matter. The truth is your mindset and your marketing dictates your income. Your mindset, which is your perspective, we've been talking about this all the way through, that's the golden thread woven through all this. Your mindset and your marketing dictates your income. It's not your market conditions. It's not the market, it's your marketing. It's not your aptitude, it's your attitude that dictates your altitude. So you guys gotta get that, stick that in your pipe and smoke it all day long until you get it to the core of your being. It's not the market, it's not what lies without, it's what lies within that dictates how high you can go. And I promise you that is your greatest advantage. An affirmation worth embracing is that your winner's attitude is your greatest advantage. That's your unique value proposition. That's your unique selling proposition. Your winning attitude is your winning advantage. Embrace that, friends. I'm telling you, it'll change everything from you. That's how people rise above. That's how people conquer in adverse circumstances and market conditions. They don't let the market, a sinking market, sink their thinking. They lead the market by raising their level of thinking. It's not what lies without that dictates how high you will go. It's what lies within, in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit. So don't let any outside market conditions put you in a prison of your own making. You decide how high you're gonna go, regardless of market conditions. Period. End of story. That's how the champions roll right there. You guys getting this? I'm telling you, this is life-changing stuff right here. And the seventh myth, the seventh myth that a lot of people fall prey to is time is scarce. What's the common sentiment we hear time and time again? I wish I had more time. I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. I can't find the time. I know none of you ever think that, but you can imagine a lot of your peers, a lot of your colleagues, that's what they're thinking, right? <laughs> but I know none of you ever say that to yourselves, right? Not you. 
but other people, you can imagine that's a common thing people say to themselves, right? <laughs> so here's the truth. Screw that. We all have the same amount of time. We all have 168 hours a week. The difference between the pauper and the president, the difference between the broke and the billionaire is how they use that time. Are they wasting it? Are they investing it? How you use your time is dictated by how you affirm what time is for you. And if you affirm that time is scarce, that's planning a seed of scarcity in your subconscious mind. And what you impress on your subconscious must be expressed through how you feel, the actions you take, and the results you get. It is a garden a fertile soil garden and whatever you plant in that garden, the garden doesn't say, Hey, you don't want to be planting corn. You want to be planting strawberries, right? The garden takes whatever you give it. It is a ready recipient. It's fertile to take root and bear fruit based on what you give it. So if you tell yourself, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. What you're doing is you're creating a prison of your own making of being harried and having an experience that time is scarce. You will be easily distracted. You will be all over the place like a chicken with your head cut off. You will have a whole bunch of open loops of things you start but don't finish. You will have a proclivity to being a yesaholic. Oh, you wanna have a meeting right now? Yes. Oh, you wanna talk to me right now even though I planned something else? Yes. Oh, you wanna have a, you know, a, a meeting Next week, when I had a scheduled meeting with myself to work on an important project, sure, I'll put you ahead of me. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you create your life around this premise that I don't have enough time. And guess what? Your life will prove you right. It's like Henry Ford, right? He said, whether you believe you can or you can't, you, you're right. What does that mean? It means we are self-fulfilling prophecies of what we believe. So I say, screw the stinking thinking that time is scarce. That's bullshit. Well, sure, it's true. If you want to believe that, sure, you'll prove yourself right. It is true for you because that's what you believe. I choose a better belief that is more in sync with abundance and freedom and prosperity and peace and power and poise. And it's this. You always have enough time for what matters most. Say that to yourself right now. I always have enough time for what matters most. Notice how that feels compared to I don't have enough time. Different feeling, isn't it? It's a feeling of abundance. It's a feeling of power. It's a feeling of you get to be in control. You're in the driver's seat. You're at the helm of your life. You prioritize what you put your time into. It aligns yourself with the truth that there's unlimited possibility and there's unlimited resources. And sure, we all have a certain amount of years in our life, you know, only God knows when our lease is going to expire. But doesn't it make sense we embrace an attitude, a philosophy that every day we walk this earth, we maximize the gift of the time we're granted and we use it wisely. We're wise stewards of the gift of time we're given. We plan our work, we work our plan. No one else tows us around by that electronic leash telling us what to do and how to do it. We're in charge. It's our life. 
No one else is going to tow us around and tell us how we're to live our life. They lead their own lives. We lead our lives. That's the way it needs to be. You make time for your highest values and priorities. You make time for the things that matter most. If playing hockey is important to you, you will make time to play hockey. If hanging with your kids is important to you, you will make time to hang with your kids. If having time with your maker in prayer is important to you, you will make time on your knees in prayer with your maker. You see, whatever is important to you, whatever your highest values are, you make the time. So a lot of us, we're just not in tune with what's important to us. We're so in the habit of serving and pandering to other people's wishes and whims that we lose sight of what's important to me, what's important to us. That's a question worth asking, guys. What's important to me? If I really followed my bliss, if I really followed my heart, if I really followed what's most important to me, what would I be doing more of that I've been losing sight of, that I've been pushing off, that I've been justifying and making excuses and procrastinating and delaying? And meanwhile, it's eating me up inside because there's a value for something in my life that's not being fulfilled. That's your opportunity right there. So write this down. I always have enough time for what matters most. You guys want to embrace that? I'm telling you, it'll change your life. I always have enough time for what matters most. And then you just decide what matters most and you make the time. You don't find the time, you make it. You're the leader of your life. You call the shots. You don't wait for it to happen. You make it happen. That's the way of a champion. So let's do a little recap, shall we? On the myth, myth number one is more income equals working harder. Hell no. That ain't the truth. The truth is more income equals working smarter. That's how you double, quadruple, and 10x your income, working smarter. The second myth we talked about is being the best at doing mortgages is the key to success. That's another just straight out lie. That ain't the truth. The truth is the key to success is being a better marketer. Being the best marketer wins, not the best doer of mortgages, but the best marketer of mortgages. Myth number three is I'm in the mortgage business. Eh, wrong answer. You are in the marketing business first and foremost. And the sooner you embrace that, the sooner you're going to create breakthroughs in your income. Simple as that. Okay. The fourth myth is if I want it done right, I've got to do it myself, right? One of the most common myths you'll see out there. And the truth is, it's all about having the right systems and the right team. That's how you get it done right. The right systems, the right team. Myth number five is multitasking is smart. If that were the case, we'd all be rich, right? Because most of us were really adept in multitasking. 
But we don't get paid on what is begun. We get paid on what's done. So that's simply not true. What's smart is focus, powerful focus. Myth number six is the market dictates my income. That's bullshit. Your marketing dictates your income. Your mindset dictates your income. That's the key to your breakthrough, your mindset and your marketing. And finally, myth number seven is time is scarce. I don't have the time. Why live in that lie that keeps you harried, that keeps you scared, that keeps you fretting, that keeps you feeling overwhelmed, that keeps you spinning your wheels? Embrace the truth. You always have enough time for what matters most. You guys willing to embrace these new truths? So I invite you to just throw out all these BS myths. Throw them in the trash where they belong. Embrace the truth. And as a very wise man once said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So if you guys got value from this and you guys would like to get more clarity, more confidence and more capability on how to take these truths I've given you today and how to enact them in your life so that they can take root and bear fruit. I invite you to take advantage of a special opportunity to hook up with me and or one of my team members, one of my consultants for a complimentary breakthrough call. It's a 60 minute call that we set aside as sacred to help you get to total clarity on where you are now, where you want to be, and the most potently profitable, expedient way to get to your outcome, to get to your breakthrough. The shortest path to the cash, the lowest hanging fruit. You'll get more clarity out of this call than perhaps you've ever had in your entire business, period, on what it takes to create real breakthrough results in your business. And so if you're looking for a way to stop working harder and longer, but start working smarter, and if you're looking for clarity on how to make that happen, reach out to us. Again, it's mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you guys. I trust you got value from this, uh, this talk. Love to hear your comments, your questions, your observations. Uh, just hit us up on the comments on the, the uh, live feed here as we're doing this live. And even after we publish the recording of this, I'll be going back and responding to questions. So hit me up, I'd love to hear from you. So now it's time to go forth and take action. Remember, massive action. If you bring massive action to your goals and you bring massive positive emotion to that action in the form of certainty, confidence, determination, you, my friends, if you have the right plan, if you have a proven plan, which is why you need to link up with us, you will get massive results. This is Dorn Aldana, MortgageMarketingCoach.com, coming at you from the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast. It's been a blessing to hold, hang with you, a blessing to serve you. Now go forth, engage, take massive action. You'll get massive results. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for being with me.